0: Welcome to Keep the Ball Rolling, presented by Tommy Media. On today's final show this semester, we talk men's lacrosse and their national championship victory and other spring sport updates. We welcome former college All-American, NFL veteran, and current sports agent, Joe Panos. And we preview the NBA conference finals and take a sneak peek of the fall Tommy sports season. Welcome to the final show of the semester.
1: Episode 6. It's our last show of the semester, which is so sad. How yep. sad are you, Alex?
0: Pretty sad. Feels been, like it flew by.
1: I know. I feel like we just started doing this, and it's already episode 6, which is kind of crazy. Even yeah. though Thea was like, wait, is this episode 6? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, So it's the final sh- uh, show of the semester, which is sad. Um,
1: and Alex won't be back in the fall. No,
0: I cannot. With football commitments, it'll be really tough for me to... Juggle both.
1: Tommy Media, come on! It's don't worry. I'll be back for I'll
0: be back for Tommy Media in the spring though.
1: Okay, I love to hear that.
0: Yep. So we have a national championship for St. Thomas. We
1: do. Men's lacrosse won the national championship this past weekend. So that's pretty exciting. Yep. That's huge for the school.
0: Um, they. All the games except for the championship were were pretty much blowouts. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd watched every single game because I'm covering – I'm writing a story for them currently. Good. Um, So I was really in-depth in looking at their playoffs. Um, They looked really good, except that their head coach is retiring.
1: I know. But, I mean, he has to go out on another national championship.
0: That's the best way to do it
1: the head coach Brian Gross he is retiring i forgot how many seasons it's been but he's been around for a while because he played here then he was assistant coach and now he's been head coach for a sure. while sure
0: so he's been around for a while i wouldn't i would expect i mean it wouldn't be shocking if he came back after he's because his reasoning is that he wants to spend more time with yep. his young kids. Once his kids get older, it wouldn't be shocking if he came back. I know. Um,
1: and he's won six national championships.
0: 90% of his games. 90% yep. win percentage. That's crazy. Uh, that's nuts. And that's the best way to go out, going on top. That's what Peyton Manning did. Mm-hmm. That's what John Alloway did. That's really that's a cool way to um, stop doing your sport, Exactly. I guess.
1: Uh, and he announced it to his team at their banquet this past weekend when sure. they got back from nationals. Sure. They said they were co- not surprised, but... They kind of knew it was coming because he does have two young kids that yep. he wants to spend time with, and he travels for his regular day job. So I'm sure it was so much. But
0: yep. And I understand that they're, one of their coordinators will take over as a coach. Most likely.
1: Either the so offensive coordinator or the sure. defensive Sure. So that would
0: make sense to keep it within the family since they've had so much success, mm-hmm. um, keep it internal. That's yep. probably the right way to do it.
1: And one of the players was saying that it's kind of like captain voting where – the players get to decide who the next coach will be since it is a club sport. Club
0: sport. sport. It's, so, it's probably the most – That's per- interesting. You know, that we were talking about this last show, how weird it is that it's a club sport. Um, it's so, like, organized mm-hmm. and almost, like, it's – Yeah. I mean, there's these major colleges that they're playing. Um, but it is a club sport, so they mm-hmm. do have these weird rules, like voting for a, a coach. Yeah, um, and they have to pay to play, pay obviously. Pay to play, uh, but, yeah. So they played – and the first one they played uh, – University of California, San Diego, which we yep. talked about um, last show. They destroyed them. wasn't close.
1: I found it funny when they played St. John's. Like, they went all the way there and then played St. John's again. I know.
0: yeah. And so, they beat them
1: 16-8, to 8, yeah, which was good.
0: Yeah, so they had to travel all this distance just to beat uh, St. John's.
1: Love to see that, though. Uh,
0: then they played College of Idaho. Uh, they ended up blowing them out, but at halftime it was a little closer for a game. A little scoring mm-hmm. game at halftime.
1: What was it? Yes. I have no idea. Um, that one of the players, somebody was tied at half, and then something, he said something just clicked. Yeah. And then they just went off on this team.
0: Yep. I was watching it during uh, one of my shifts out here. Okay. And um, yeah, they looked really good in the second half. Uh, um, but then they went on and played Dayton Flyers, who they lost to in the regular season. Did they? Okay. And they won 9 to 7, which was a really, really good game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so they won their Sixth National Championship.
1: And then Jack Stansfield for the Tommies got tournament MVP for playing just super well throughout the whole tournament, yep. and in the semifinal game, he had a goal and six assists, which is impressive.
0: That's a lot of assists. Mm-hmm. Seven points in total, that's a lot, but, like, six assists is In one lot. game, yeah. That's a ton. <laughs> exactly. I don't know a ton about lacrosse, but I know enough where that's extremely impressive.
1: Where do they play their regular season games around here?
0: Um, they would play in, like, the St. Paul the Dome. domes, okay. Uh, you know, it wasn't – it was – yeah, cold. I think they can also play in the soccer field okay. when it's when it's when warm. When nice, but um, but I know they they had to play like eleven thirty one time versus like yeah, Montana State. Um, so there's that. That's once again club sports. It's I need weird. to start
1: going to those next year.
0: Yeah, I actually kind of figured out I enjoy lacrosse more than I thought I did.
1: Mhm. And um, the women's team just got back from nationals too. They didn't win, but I believe they took fifth place. Yeah, they still did well.
0: I wonder. Uh, if that if the sport will ever be kind of like included in the D well actually because we're D two for for lacrosse so I wonder if D three ever adapt I um, lacrosse because there's Division one lacrosse and Division one played at the same place that D two played
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I don't know who was playing in the D one final but it was right after uh, uh, we beat Dayton so oh good yep maybe
1: someday <laughs> hopefully lacrosse is making its way up though I think it is yeah I agree with that and then our softball team is still on a roll as of last week they were headed to hosting regionals, and now they're headed to super regionals, and we're hosting again this Ed weekend. That's Thomas.
0: That's another home field advantage mm-hmm, That's for huge. the softball team. They'll be playing
1: um, UB lacrosse.
0: Okay, so another – they played Eau Claire last week, So and mm-hmm. Hamlin, right? So it was like t- – Hamlin twice, yes. Hamlin twice. So it's like a very uh, Midwestern – Close to home. <laughs> close to home kind of regionals and super angels, which is weird because usually for Division three sports you get these like uh, teams where you're playing teams you're not familiar with or you're not around. Yep. Um, but not here. This yeah. is just very Midwest-oriented.
1: In the softball, MIAC awards came out, I think it was yesterday, actually, and obviously their pitcher, Kirsten Anderson-Glass, she won Pitcher of the Year for the MIAC. Yep. And then Coach Cheetah was voted Coach of the Year, and... He's probably won that a lot. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And Elise Barnes was voted Player of the Year, so that's three major awards in the conference that go to our team.
0: Yeah, um... That's expected. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh they're really hot as of late. Probably will win the Ho- yeah. championship at this Hopefully. point. Hopefully. I don't know any I don't know anything about anyone else, but I know that we're really good. Yeah. And our home field advantage too. That's is huge. something else. That's
1: gonna be great. Um
0: like, we haven't like given up a run at home in like five games or something oh, wow. like that. Um and uh it's like a really good home it's like the Seattle Seahawks of, <laughs> of the Mayak softballs. A really good home field advantage. Yeah. Um they were playing St. Uh St. kate's the other day okay and i couldn't find a spot in the parking garage because there's <laughs> so many people like and there's Botany. people like there's mm-hmm. people watching in the parking garage too i saw that it's kind of cool and there's people all around the fences i mean we're, we're playing actually no it was um the st paul the uh, northwestern st paul
1: okay so okay. that's just
0: right there so there's yeah. a, there's a bunch of people there i'm um, really good to see the uh softball team get so much support
1: exactly it's good there i hope hopefully they make the nationals and win that'd be sweet Yep. We could use another national championship well, right now. Well, this would be
0: a real one because technically, we we, technically St. Thomas doesn't win that other one. That's it's true. the club. It's I a club. we I don't think so, though. It's not like NCAA. Like, yeah. So
1: It's still a national championship. Yeah,
0: but if we got another one, that would be really cool because mm-hmm. our string sports have been dominant, but we haven't exact, besides lacrosse, we haven't, in track, but we haven't exactly gotten to the pinnacle yet. That's true. Women's basketball, men's basketball. And so. men's
1: golf is currently playing as we yes. just talked to them last week, uh, so they're playing this week. As we like, as we speak, mm-hmm. they're probably on yep, the course today. right now.
0: Um <laughs> Yep, they're so all set we'll up for you. we'll see now. how they go.
1: Kind of going along with awards, um, St. Thomas swept the Mayak Awards. Again, oh, we geez. recorded a sweep in the men's and women's all-sports trophies for the 12th year in a row.
0: Okay, well, that's just, so,
1: <laughs> that's another, just an
0: interesting stat.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Uh, that's kind of impressive. The yeah. women scored 114 points and the men scored 93. So just another reason why we're so dominant. I wonder how
0: they, they do this point – Quintage, like, you know, they'd be like I think it depends seven on the sport. points for playoffs mm-hmm. or something like that. Would that would
1: be interesting to look at.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, so St. Thomas won 11 of 22 regular season crowns in the conference and four of 11 league playoff championships.
1: Mm-hmm. And then in this 2018-2019 season, we've sent nine out of 16 teams to the NCAA playoff tournament, which wow. is pretty impressive. Or half.
0: I mean, that's pretty good. Um,
1: it's not. It's not every day that a team just makes it into the NCAA Yeah, um,
0: and I think I don't know if there's a program like ours where this much success universally.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: you got like obviously the bigger universities where like a uh, team like uh, Kansas in basketball is always really good. Um, teams like Alabama in football and all their track and field is really good, but you don't really see it where it's like all the way across sweeps yeah. all like we sweep like the, the, this, what the Mayak all sports trophies 12 mm-hmm. years in a row. That's just not something you see a lot.
1: I'm, I know that's, I mean, it's just another reason why people don't like us.
0: Yeah. But, and but we this can't is, help it. and th- this is why, this is where the argument for expelling St. Thomas from the Mayak mm-hmm. this is where it has merit where they can pull, <laughs> they can, they can pull up these stats say they want exactly. it 12 years in a row. Something's got to change. I don't necessarily agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's this is where they where they have an argument is in situations like these.
1: Exactly. Well, we just have to keep doing what we're doing and
0: just be ourselves. Hope for the best. <laughs> be ourselves. And because so we released it on Time Media but the Augsburg President article.
1: Yep, I saw that.
0: Yep, where he was saying that um he kind of used a past tense word like the decision it was like the decision had been made or something mm-hmm. like that. So that gave people a scare. And um, we'll see where that goes. We'll follow. That scared
1: me. I thought we were out when I saw that. Yeah, I like, well,
0: what? we'll see where that. I don't think it's going to be. I have a feeling it won't affect us in our time here at St. Thomas. Um, Hopefully not. But down the road, if it does happen, that's where I can see it becoming an issue.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's it for right now for Spring updates. Yeah, for Spring's our first, first segment. It'll be interesting to see how men's golf does. Yep. And softball. Hopefully and they continue softball. to win. But um, we don't have any more episodes. Next week's the last week of school, so yeah. it's kind of sad.
0: Yep. Well, these all these sports will be wrapping up, and then we got nothing to talk about. So nothing to talk about no then shows. summer. No Yep.
1: Well, who are we bringing on next, Alex?
0: Uh, this His name's Joe Panos. Do you know him? Uh, he is my father. Okay. So we're going to have him on. Mr. Panos. Yep. A uh, little background, he played in the NFL for seven years uh, okay. for the Philadelphia Eagles and Buffalo. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the don't interview. to you. And then he played at uh, Wisconsin, too.
1: That's really cool. Yep. Well, I'm excited to talk to him.
0: Yep, me too. Now we welcome on former NFL player and current NFL agent, Joe Panels. Dad, how are you?
2: I'm doing good, son, and I'm glad you said dad and not Mr. Panos. That so would have kind of irritated me, kid. Yeah, well, I'm not going to call my dad Mr. Panos.
0: <laughs>
1: I guess I'm calling him Joe, so. Yeah,
0: that's how we're going to do it. You call me Joe, Carly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right, so the first question we have is, what exactly does a sports agent entail?
2: Ah, uh, Great question. Well, we just had a very busy... A uh, week was it? Two weekends ago? Three weekends ago? You know, we had 20. My sports agency athletes first had 20 guys get drafted, and uh, it's a whirlwind. And what it basically, what we put, to put in a nutshell, what we do is we advise and we help the careers of our athletes from the moment they sign with us to the moment they and after until they retire and to help them get, you know, and everything in between from a combine till, to free agency, to injuries, to uh post career, you know, it's, it's our duty and our job to uh, take care of these kids from the moment they're with us to them, to the moment, you know, past us, you know, when they leave from us. Yeah. So it's uh it's a, it's a hell of a thing. I enjoy it a lot. I really do. So it's, it's,
0: Obviously, it's, it's a lot of work and busy work, but um, is it as glamorous as Hollywood has portrayed it, like Jerry Maguire? Oh, god
2: no, no, no. Half my job, half my job is being a doggone psychologist, uh, bear's counselor, <laughs> uh, you know, probation officer. Trust me, and everything in between.
0: Yeah. So you're not screaming. Where's you the know, money? Don't to get the phone? me
2: wrong. We get the. We get the fancy parties and yeah. all the all the glitz and glamour, but it is not uh, it's not a lot of show me the money kind of moments, yeah. trust me.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure. So how did you get into this profession?
2: Great question. Um, well I played NFL, played seven years and after I was done playing I started training athletes. And then the i had the opportunity to work with the Minnesota Vikings, and I loved it. I was there in two thousand seven, eight, and uh, it took me away at Dallas, and I was away too much from my family. And I said, "Okay, what can I do to stay involved in uh, football, uh, but but have a living?" And it's like, let me try this agent thing. I give this agent thing a whirl. And I you know I called a couple agents who I knew from the industry who who. You know, used to we used to represent my, my my teammates and good friends, and so they, they took me on. And first, first, first year I had a third pick in the draft, the fifth. I'm sorry, third rounder and a fifth rounder. Second year I had two first rounders. Third year I had three first rounders, and kind of way I went.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's and so, cool. so what, yeah. are, what are some of those yeah. players that our listeners may know?
2: Wait, do you speak up, Alex? Yeah. yeah. So, so,
0: what are what are some of the some of the uh, players that our listeners would know that you represent?
2: Oh, me and myself, or my firm.
0: Uh, we do both.
2: Either. All right. Well, me and myself, as far as the Vikings go, I represent Trey Adams. I'm sorry, <laughs> I represent Trey Waynes. Um, my firm represents, and I represent Kyle Rudolph. We have Harrison Smith. Uh, Everson Griffin, Yeah. so that's that's a local flavor for you guys. Um, I'm lucky enough to represent guys like the you know, pro bowlers like Tyron Smith, a left title for the Dallas Cowboys, Travis Frederick, center for the Cowboys, uh, like uh, Joe Showbert, uh linebacker, pro bowler for the Browns, Rodney Hudson, yeah. pro bowl center for the Raiders, Taylor Jones. Pro Bowl defensive end for the Arizona Cardinals. So I got a, you know, I, I, I got some good guys. Yeah, it's you know, a good my list. firm represents <laughs> it's some of lot. the biggest investments We have got Aaron Rodgers. Joe, kind of are you a, yeah. George, Are you
1: a Packers fan? Because I know Alex isn't.
2: I am not a Packers fan. You're not fan either. As, <laughs> it runs as, in the hold family. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. As an agent, I can't be quote unquote anyone's fan, but mm-hmm. I, I do. Lean towards the Vikings because my involvement with them uh, when I was, you know, assistant offensive line back in the, you know, mm-hmm. 2008 area. So I'm, I'm always, I, I always check the Vikings score. I always watch the Vikings game when I can. We represent a lot of really good Vikings as well. Uh, a lot of my, you know, a lot of in the, you know, so it's I'm, I, I do root for the Vikings.
1: So that's where I it from. Yep, that's that's it, right, yeah, so that's that, it right I am there. a
2: Viking. I do have some. There's only purple in my in my in the, as Alex knows in our house there's <laughs> no okay. so green and gold yeah, yeah yeah um, so, can't yeah
0: so
1: I can do the next one what on. is the most report most uh, rewarding part of your job
2: the most rewarding part of my job no doubt is that second contract no doubt <laughs> I, I love I love it I live for it that's the one that takes care of mom and dad and, and, and g- generational money. You know, I, I signed some big, big, big deals before. And You know, these guys get drafted and they slug it out their first their first contract, whether it's a fifth rounder. I mean, I've had guys, you know, I've had first round guys who, who, who've made, you know, $12 million a year deal deals. I've had fifth rounders who, you know, who are the highest paid you know, ta- uh, right tackle in the league make $9 million a year. So those are the ones that i really enjoy yeah. is i like draft day don't get me wrong but draft day just the beginning the, the big one for me the rewarding one for me is getting that second contract where they're like financially stable for a long 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 time mm-hmm. yep. that's the most rewarding thing for me is watching these guys have their um you know get get the first deal establish themselves better establish establish of the and they, and they, and they get the second deal. that takes care of them and their family for a long, long, long time.
0: Yeah, and um, that second kind. Con- I know you always say that's you really like doing that second contract. Um,
2: speak up, speak up, yeah, young yeah, man, I yeah, yeah. so,
0: I know you always say you really like doing that second contract. Um,
2: I do. It's, it's exciting, you too, like, man. You it really, like really to is. Do the, uh, you, I mean, you've seen me in action, Alex. I yeah. mean, I'm I'm wheeling and dealing, and you <laughs> know, and I, it's 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 it, you know, pitting two teams against each other and you know, and, and driving the price up to, to get to maximize yeah. you know the deal for these guys and they deserve it and, and I'm gonna give them every penny that I can for them, you know, because when when you can't produce, can't help a team win anymore, you know, the sad part of this industry is they're gonna you know, they'll they're gonna you know, they're gonna so when I have the opportunity and I have leverage to get these guys financially secure, I'm gonna take advantage of it. Sure. And make sure these kids are taken care of, make sure their family's taken care of. Yep. So that by far is that's the most exciting. I love that part, man. I love yeah. it. I guess my juice is flowing. it really does. It's exciting for me.
0: So so switching gears a little bit, we're gonna we're gonna throw it back to your younger years. Um, mm-hmm. So what people people know may know that you went to Wisconsin, but what they don't know is you went to uh, Whitewater before you came to Wisconsin. I, I did. Um, so I did. How, how, were, how did that transition go? And how did you, when you came to Wisconsin, it was horrible, a horrible program, horrible culture. How were you able to completely, sh- your 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 class in Coach Alvarez, uh, shift the culture so quickly? So just talk about how you came from Whitewater to Wisconsin it's and how it was great, able to great shift. Great
2: question, Al. I was a, I went to Whitewater for a year in the 89 90 season of the defensive end. Barry Alvarez, January 1st, 1990, was announced the new head coach. I watched his press conference and I've seen a conference in this guy and I'm like, I got to play for that dude. I have to play for that guy. So I come from uh went to Brookfield East. Not a not a football power off at the time, although this year they've done very well. Um, so I didn't get much exposure at all. So I went to Whitewater for a year and then I said I'm gonna I'm gonna transfer when I, when I Saw Bears uh, Coach Alvarez's press conference and uh, I transferred my second year my second year of college. So I'm sorry, after my first year of college and yep. I uh well, first I wrote a bunch of letters. There was email back then, try to get me uh, to see if he'd let me walk on. And after about ten letters, he said, "Okay, fine. Stop writing us letters. So you can try." So I transferred, and, um, and Coach's uh, first year there is you know to get his culture. He had to weed out the guys who aren't going to buy in. You know, his yep. he wanted hardworking guys. He wanted guys who were state of Wisconsin, tough. He wanted to close the walls around Wisconsin and. Stop letting these other schools come and cherry pick our guys. And he did it by weeding out the guys that don't want to be there, and, and the toughest survive. You know, there was those sure. first couple brutal training camps were brutal, yep. brutal. <laughs> and if you could if you could have made it through those training camps, you know, he knew you were going to have a shot to, yeah. to be successful in the Big Ten. And, and that class that we had, that uh, that ninety, it was ninety, that ninety class, that ninety ninety one class were. a, a a bunch of hard-working blue-collar kids, sprinkled in with a couple of, uh, you know, out-of-state guys. And it ended up, he brought his culture of, you know, team first, his culture of toughness, his culture of being physical, uh, you know. um, And that's still, to this day, the culture that stands, you know. So we went from 1-10 my first year to uh, Rose Bowl champs my fourth year. You know, and that's that's the way it's it's been. That's the way Barry started it, that's, and that's that's the way it is today. Sure. What so was that, to part to be part of that legacy? Is legacy is pretty something special.
0: Yeah.
1: What would you say was your favorite moment as a Badger?
2: Oh my God, no doubt about it. Being on the – on the uh, when we won the Rose Bowl. I uh, was on the, on the uh, podium for the post uh, uh, the the, uh, the pre- presentation of the trophy. And the hoisting that thing in the air for me—I was a team captain at the time—that uh, was definitely the biggest memory, but yeah. and, and, and uh, proudest moment as of my badger career, no doubt. That was by that's far. That's my favorite. We went from one and ten to Rose Bowl champs, and yeah. no one saw that coming. Yeah. No one saw that coming except for the people inside that room, inside the locker room, and Coach Alvarez. Sure, no one did.
0: That—that's my favorite moment, and I was negative five years old. So <laughs> that <the>
2: says. <same. laughs> I'll tell you what—the only loss I had that year. Oh, the yeah. only loss I had that year was versus the Minnesota, with the, against the Minnesota Gophers. Oh, the only loss, yep. The
0: rivalry.
2: How about that? How about that? How it's about like,
0: that? It's like we've lost them like three times since then too. So, all right. Um, so, with draft, draft season just ending, um, you were picked third, third round, seventy-seven overall. What is it like sitting at home waiting for that phone to ring?
2: Well, it sucked. How's that sound? I, back then, it was first and second round, was day one. And then I got a phone call from the Houston Texans. No, nope, the Houston Oilers. Oilers back then, yeah. At the end of the second round, they said, Hey, Joe, it's between you and a D lineman. So, and he's like, hang tight. This is right at the end of the second round. So I'm like, holy cow, guys, I might get drafted. Yep. And then the next thing I know, on a ticket tape at the bottom, it says Houston Oilers select Jeremy Dunley, defensive lineman from Alabama. And then two picks later, the, the round, the draft was over with. The round was over with. I'm like, oh, crap. Wow.
0: Can't wait another so night. I went
2: from that high. So, oh my God, now, I got, now I'm supposed to try to sleep. So then that <laughs> night, it was a long, long night. <laughs> w- woke up in the morning, and the third round started. And within a half hour, I, I was, I got the phone call uh, from the general manager, and he tells me we're about to pick you. And then I spoke to the old line coach, spoke to the head coach, and, and boom, I was a I was a Philadelphia Eagle. Yep. Very, That's very cool. excited. Yeah.
1: So how different is player safety now than when you played?
2: It is the safest today. Right now is the safest time ever in the history of football to be playing football. By far. By far. That's good. not even close. Yeah. The, 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 what they used to put us through uh, as far as contact days, as far as banging full pads every day uh, during training camp, full pack twice a day during training camp no days off just bang and bang and bang and you get a concussion when you report it uh, if you did you know they if, unless it's a bad one it you know put your hand you know, put your fingers up in the air. how many how many fingers you see that sort of thing yeah. now the protocol has changed dramatically uh, there's the, uh, there's only a certain amount now under the new CBA with like the bargain agreement there's only a certain amount of days you can hit there's only a certain amount of days you can put pads on. Um, it's it's you know there's a, there's a concussion protocol now. If you do get concussed, you have you have to go through the protocol to make sure that you're uh, that, you, that you're it's safe to get back on the field. It is uh it is literally the safest time. People like worry where people say I'm worried about myself playing football. I'm like, you're missing the boat here, kid. Uh, ma'am, sir, uh, right now is the safest time to play football. You know, as far as the coaching goes, as far as even from kindergarten up. You know they're teaching that to stick your head in the in the in the tackle in a more stick your head in the block. It's it's uh, it's it's changed the time and it's, it's good. It's good for the game. It's good for the players. Good for longevity of of these uh, of the of the players' careers. It's good for the uh, the health of these players. Sure. Um, it's the best thing that can, that can happen to the sport.
1: Good for Alex. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Good for me.
2: It is good for me. Good for my son Alex. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. everyone else on the St. Thomas team. Uh
0: huh. So one. We got one more qu- or two more questions here. Um, it says on your Wikipedia page that you recovered a fumble. What does a three hundred fifteen
2: pounder? Hold on, boy. Speak yeah. up, man. I can barely hear. It.
0: it says on your Wikipedia page that you recovered a fumble. Uh, what does a three hundred fifteen pounder look like with a f- football in hands? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it. Let me tell you something. Running with a football with eleven people trying to tackle you when you haven't been trained for it sucks. <laughs> It absolutely sucks. Yeah. I picked up a fumble, I ran down the field and I it felt like eleven people hit me at once. <laughs> so I'm not I, I was not programmed or trained or coached to carry oh football. It, it's uh, a lot harder than it looks, people. Yeah. yeah.
0: That, that hurt. I'd love very, to see very, that. very bad. That would be oh I, get I, watched,
2: that. I watched the film on it and I you know, I'm thinking um running with my pads low and no man. I was standing like the Statue of Liberty. I was tall as could be. And every single player hit me once. It was awful. That's awesome. Oh my god! I learned not. I, I learned not to scoop and run. I just learned just to fall on it for now on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So we're going to have one more question that our producer, Althea is going to ask.
2: Go ahead. Hi there. Hello.
1: <laughs> um, so we've asked all of our guests on the show this question and we're keeping a running tally of the answers.
0: Um, but is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time?
2: I'd say yes.
1: all right yes
2: I, 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 I'm not old enough to, to know what Johnny you did and you know and, and the people before me but as far as I can remember, I'm 48 years old. actually Tom Brady was my teammate when I was I retired a Patriot. I, I, and this is I'm not biased at all because I, I play with some uh, four and some really against some really good quarterbacks, some really good quarterbacks. In my in my opinion, Tom Brady's the best. Yeah. Tom Brady's the best.
0: And I think everyone is. It's it's this is our last episode of the semester, so it was a consensus sweep that Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all. I time. mean, I grew six up watching
2: Joe Montana. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He was money. I mean, uh, in this in this. With this, uh, with footballs become now, he would probably, you know, have a lot of passion records as well. He was so accurate, he was so mobile. But you cannot dismiss, you know, what Tom has done yep. for as long as he's done. Period. It's you ridiculous. Can't. Ridiculous. Other people argue it's Joe Montana. They have a great <laughs> argument for it, but you know, I, I know more about Tom than I do about Joe, so I'm gonna say i say um, Tom Brady. That's
1: a good answer. Good answer.
0: Yep. All right, that's gonna be it, Dad.
2: All right, guys. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Thank you so much. Pleasure's all mine. All right. Bye. Bye. Go, Go, Tommy. Go, Go, Tommy.
1: Roll Toms
0: so that was our interview with uh, former NFL player and current sports agent Joe Panos.
1: He was fun to talk to. Yeah. I like your dad.
0: Yeah, I like him, too. You're believe, kind, you're kind of not. like
1: him a little bit. A little bit.
0: Well, that's what they say. Uh, everyone says I look a lot like him. Do you have any siblings? I do. Okay. I have um, an older brother and a younger sister. Okay. Sister's in high school, my brother also played for the Badgers. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Just runs in the family football. I guess so. Why didn't you go there? <laughs>
0: Uh, well, you know, touchy subject, not, a, no, not necessarily touchy subject. I just didn't get the, uh, I, I got some of the jeans, but not all of them.
1: Okay, well, They're good enough for, you. can't have it all, Alex.
0: No, no. you can't have it all. I'm more, <laughs> I'm way more charismatic as though, so way more. So, oh, I love that. That works. <laughs> now, we're gonna jump into some uh, NBA talk because we've got the conference semifinals coming up. Um, Toronto versus the Bucks in the east, and Portland oh, versus the Warriors in the west. So, yeah, the Bucks. Just destroyed the Boston Celtics, which is awesome. Yep. Boston is this big uh, powerhouse, perennially in all sports. And it's really good to take them down because Milwaukee's not. That's where the we're pretty much the opposite. Small market, um, not a huge, a big population, but not huge. And then Boston's this big kind of powerhouse with
2: mm-hmm. the Patriots,
0: Bruins, <laughs> Boston, you name it, Red yep. Sox. They have all this big power. But it's good for the Bucks to take them down. Um, and they'll play Toronto, who had just. Uh, beating the Sixers on um, Kawhi Leonard's buzzer-beater shot.
1: I saw that. that. that? was all over Twitter. Oh yeah. The people like would put on like music in the background and oh, slow yeah. motion the ball yeah. just bouncing. Okay, into Okay, so hoop. we'll
0: talk about that first. That was um, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. First of all, Kawhi Leonard scored like 41, which is in Game Seven, which is just come on, like that's awesome. He went off. But then the fact that he made that shot, um, Tor- mm-hmm. Toronto is like they're known for like kind of like choking in the playoffs. Yeah. Like the Raptors when they back when they had Vince Carter. Um, but this is like this right here is them kind of taking that next step as a, as a, as a, uh, franchise. Yes. Um, beating a really good Sixers team on Kawhi's shot from the corner. If you haven't seen it yet, then I don't even like, it's literally was everywhere on Twitter. Um, like you must Sunday have night. been sleeping yeah. or
1: something for a couple days. <laughs> a Sunday
0: nap Maybe you may have been taking one. I don't know. It was <laughs> that night though. So that'd be weird. Um, but yeah, so the shot bounced like four times. Mm hmm. Um, and then that there's that like really good screenshot of everyone kind of, like looking at the at the rim. Like yes. Ben Simmons is like, like their faces. I
1: love the faces that people are yeah. making.
0: Jimmy Butler was like shocked looking at the basket because <laughs> they didn't, hadn't gone in yet. And then Embiid's kind of like watching and he's not sharing. Co- it, oh, it's awesome. Um, people were kind of dissecting that and all the fans in the background. Uh, really, really, it's an all-time moment in the NBA. I think I was watching Game of Thrones, so I didn't see it. Of course. Um,
1: Pretty sure I'm, on person, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person. I'm pretty the only person that doesn't watch Game of Thrones.
0: There's 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 some of you out there. Okay. Some of you. Not a lot. But so I didn't see uh, tr- I didn't see it, but I know it was really cool because I saw it on Twitter pretty mm-hmm. much when it happened. And then so yeah, the Bucks versus the Toronto. Um, the Bucks have home field advantage. Hopefully yep. the home court. If
1: they if you know, they make it as far field. as like the last two games, I would I would love to go. Yeah. My friend and I were talking about Well, because of
0: mine. Well, we're gonna be home. Yeah. Summer so, is summer. So um, I'm a little bit closer than you. Uh, so I'll be, yeah. I'll have the chance, but maybe see you there. Sure. Okay. To make the NBA finals, that'd be big. I'd love to go. <laughs> that'd be huge. Tickets would be expensive, but I'd like to go. It'd um, be then, worth it. Yeah. The matchup will be Giannis versus Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Kawhi will guard Giannis because Kawhi is like one of the better defenders, better two way players in the league. Um, so we'll see. We need the Bucks to shoot well from three uh,
1: mm-hmm. to win that
0: game. Toronto's a little. I think they're a little tougher on defense than Boston will be. I think Toronto will give them some trouble, um, but I think the Bucks will win in six. Hopefully. So that's and that's kind of like the model everyone says Bucks, and, Bucks six. and Six. But like that's like this is me like not being like funny like that. I think the Bucks will win in six.
1: You're actually being serious. Yes, I think I once. think I think
0: Kawhi will take a couple games for Toronto and they'll win in six. Good. And then Portland versus the Warriors is the next series. Uh War uh the Warriors beat Rockets for like the fourth time in the year mm-hmm. in the
1: Western Camps Finals. Which yep. is
0: poor poor Rockets. They just, <laughs> they decided to be good at the wrong time.
1: Exactly. Um and the Warriors have always been since always
0: been. 2014. Yeah. They were um Stuff but but, that, but that's when that's when um the Rockets started getting really good too. So it's kind of like a bad situation for them. They got good at the wrong time. So four years in a row they've lost to them. Uh Portland, they defeated Denver in game 7. Uh CJ McCollum had like 33 points or something like that. Um that was a fun series. Uh Portland versus Warriors is going to be really fun. But the story is that Kevin Durant was hurt. Um, Calf strain. Not sure how serious it is. I don't think it matters.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: Um, Because the Warriors did beat um, the Rockets without KD. And Steph Curry had zero points in the first half and 33 in the second half. So even without Kevin Durant, they're still (laughs) beating a really good Rockets team. I'm not sure if it's going to matter. I think maybe Portland will take a game – Probably just a game because they still have C.J. McCollum and Dan Willard, and those two guys can go off and control a game for, like, 50. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, Warriors in five, I'll say. Okay. Maybe four. That's a good bet. I think so. I think it's safe. It's a safe bet. And then we might as well just do a little (laughs) Warriors-Bucks prediction. Yeah,
1: if those two are matching up.
0: If they are, uh, I won't be able to talk about it since our last show. So I'll say – Warriors and six.
1: Warriors and six.
0: Warriors and six. I'll go Warriors and seven. Yeah, I feel like just the Warriors for the benefit of doubt the for, for the benefit of doubt for my. Warriors and what'd you say?
1: Warriors and seven.
0: Yeah, Warriors and seven. Yeah, just be, you know, I'll give I'll give the Bucks some games. Give them, it'll give be a really, really competitive them a more. series.
1: Yeah, I hope so. But it'd if the Bucks couple...
0: win, it'd be cool. Yeah. Um, really cool. And then hopefully the Bucks would win an NBA championship and the uh, <laughs> Brewers win a World Series this year. And the
1: city of Milwaukee will just go off. All right.
0: Burn to the ground. <laughs> All of our. Our uh, beer factories will <laughs> burst in so flames because we won finally. Yeah. Um, last championship we've won was 1971, I think. That was the Bucks with Kareem Abdul, Oh, wow. Jabbar. It's been a while. Oscar Robinson. So we could use one.
1: We could use one for sure.
0: So go Bucks, but probably Warriors.
1: <laughs> That's a good way to put yeah. it. Um,
0: so next year, we'll talk about a little preview of yeah, the fall sports. Yeah, since
1: we're not going to be here in the summer. Sure. Uh, next year we have what do we have soccer we have men's and women's soccer yep. we have football yep we have women's volleyball
0: yep
1: uh, cross country teams sure golf everything
0: <laughs> I don't exact i don't i'm saying I don't pay attention but my Focus definitely isn't on sports as much as the string sports. Oh, for
1: sure. Um, because you're busy of, because of
0: football, but I like I really get into men's and women's basketball. Hmm. Um, really like baseball and softball. So when the spring rolls around, I pay attention. But when it when
1: I'll take care of fall sports for you okay. while you're on your little hiatus playing football. Sure, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I've covered a lot of men's soccer and a lot of women's soccer last year, so that was really fun. Our men's soccer team was only graduating three seniors. But one, two important players. Well, all three of them are really good. But Aiden Hogan was the goalie, so okay. our men's team is going to have to replace him. And then Will Kid, who was an offensive threat, sure. and Walter. Don't know how to say his last name. I wish I did. Okay, but <laughs> Walter. Walter. Anyways, so yeah, they are. They're going to be good again though next year. Sure. I they mean, finished third last year in the conference, yeah. which wasn't their it, best. But
0: even though they finished third. They still made yes. an at-large bid and lost in the Sweet 16. Which was
1: huge. And yeah. they made it to yeah Sweet 16. Yeah. That was a good game, and they made it that far, which yeah. was impressive. Um, but, yeah, and they're apparently they're having some good freshman recruits coming. So good. And their schedule this year is
0: looking really tough. Um, oh. They play three top tw- – which is good, though, because mm-hmm. if we get these – if we don't win the conference but we get these wins, wins. –
1: They get another bid.
0: They'll be good for our bid. Yep. A good chance. Um, they play three top 20 teams in their first 12 games, which is a gauntlet. Number three, Chicago – uh, number eight Luther, which is in that's IOWA. Who they,
1: that's who they lost to in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, and so. then I
0: think it's number twenty UW Platteville. Okay. Um. So, so they lost Luther in the Sweet Sixteen. They did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a little that revenge was the game.
1: game I was covering in Chicago. That was really fun. Okay. Really cool. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, a little revenge game for the. Uh...
1: Oh yeah, all they needed in that game was a couple extra minutes, I think, and they could have tied it and possibly won. Yeah. So this this will be a good matchup again in this fall.
0: Hopefully we can get some revenge. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what we're gonna be ranked coming in, but yeah. we finished well, was it finished twelve or something like that. Um so we'll probably be pretty high.
1: Yeah, they were nationally ranked, yep. Yeah. Uh women's soccer too, they were really good this past season. They were the Mayak regular season champions and playoff champs. Yeah. And they got to play a lot of games at home. But the sad thing is but, is they were upset yeah. in the playoffs.
0: I remember seeing this and being a little surprised because I didn't watch the women play, but I knew that they were very good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I they think they're were. like 19 and 2 or something like that. Yes. Something.
1: Every game that I went to, they won. Yeah. That I saw.
0: So, um, so yeah, they were really good, but they're ups in the round of 32, and they graduate seven seniors.
1: That's a big, their seniors were really good. And
0: that's seven is a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, everybody can pick up the slack, and sure. I'm sure they'll be good again. Next man up. Exactly. Yeah. So, they'll be fun to watch too. And then football, Alex. Yep. How are we looking for football?
0: We're looking good as always.
1: Looking good as always. Okay, I love um, to hear that.
0: First game is September seventh versus Trinity International, It's the team we played last year too.
1: Okay.
0: We also Tommy Johnny. Tommy Johnny. Allianz Field, right up the road.
1: Yes, count on for that begins.
0: Yep, that's gonna be fun. Um, really excited to do that. We haven't been in the stadium yet, but we will. We'll take a couple tours mm-hmm. before we play. Get a. Will feel you use to practice
1: it. there? Before no, no, we're no. not gonna
0: have a full fudge practice. Mm-hmm. At least we didn't for. Uh, target field probably just to keep the turf the grass nice Mm -hmm. um but we're gonna have like a couple walkthroughs and uh tour the stadium and stuff like that like we did for target field um
1: it's a a once-in-a-lifetime experience really excited for that
0: um although i did i do wish that we would play i'm not gonna be able to but i wish we would have played a time of johnny game here Mm -hmm. just to get that feel yeah but it's just right up the road i mean people are gonna be walking Walk in there, it's gonna be a good experience.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think it'll fill up completely?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so for sure because it's smaller than Tommy um, was, yeah. So, they had our the boot or the uh, whatever the the parents who were on the Tommy football team, they um, mm-hmm. they had our, our parents like buy tickets way in advance just mm-hmm. because that they might
1: sell out, sell yeah. out.
0: So, um, and the big news coming out is that Josh Parks is returning for his sixth, sixth year of college. I saw that, so, yeah.
1: So, was he injured? So he how re- does that even happen?
0: Ins- he registered at Minnesota once, I oh, think, okay. and then he sat out a year because mm-hmm. um, he was originally at St. John's oh, and wow. decided not to play football, so he has another year of eligibility in football and was granted. That's his, cool. So now he's That'll be he's huge. Back Good yep. running back. Uh, All-American, probably one of the best running backs in the country. Yeah,
1: that'll be nice it's for you guys. Be.
0: And we, yeah, we're going to try to get back into playoffs. Back well, I hope to, you do. Back to the old grind.
1: I will be at every single Saturday game.
0: <laughs> Appreciate it.
1: Duty calls. <laughs> And yeah, so that's a that's our fall sports yeah, update. Quick women's up. volleyball is pretty good as always too, and yeah. men's and women's cross country was men's cross country was nationally ranked and Sure. They'll be good again too. I don't so.
0: think I could ever run cross country.
1: Mm, I did good times.
0: <laughs> I'd like run and then quit like halfway through. Probably less than half. Not much through. of a runner. No.
1: Not a huge distance runner. runner not a distance runner. <laughs> Just I a, run a short
0: spurts. There you go, sprinter. What
1: position do you play in football?
0: Defensive lineman. What so number are you? Ninety-three.
1: Okay, I'll be watching for you. Okay, I'll be out there. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh-huh. So, what's up for summer now? Now that we're wrapping up the yeah. spring, um, what are you doing this summer?
0: Working a little bit. Okay. Uh, I'm going to learn how to play golf.
1: Golf. I okay.
0: wrote it down. I did it's like, like a I life ma- skill. I made like a to-do, yes, for like business stuff. Yes. I wrote a, um, a to-do list in my uh, notebook for what I want to do this summer, and one of them is called learn how to golf.
1: Anything else important?
0: Um, I don't Do remember want to tell our listeners? I don't think I remember what I wrote
1: <laughs> You should have brought it
0: Yeah, I should have and read it off Oh What are you doing?
1: I'm going back home too And I'll be I have an internship there at a news station so What news station? Fox 11 uh, Green Bay? Green Bay, yeah mm. WLUK
0: It's Fox 6 down in Milwaukee Okay
1: yeah. Yep, so I'll be working in the sports department there Which will be kind of fun
0: Awesome Cover some paid high or, school Paid or unpaid?
1: Unpaid Unpaid But I'm getting uh. some school credit
0: Okay. Oh, that's so, that's hard to do.
1: Yeah. It's hard to get school to just have to like fill out a form and yeah. <laughs> get it approved. Yeah. <laughs> kind of hard sometimes, but yeah, it's unpaid and then I'll be covering some high school sports and some Packers training camp.
0: Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, so I'll um, be Yeah, experience. so I'll be watching sports and then when sports ends, I'm going to be like in a lost array <laughs> of darkness. It's all that's right. what happens during the summer.
1: Yeah, I just kind of lose it. Yeah. Relax.
0: Yeah, relax. Um, I
1: don't know.
0: Play golf. Learn play, how golf. To play golf. Should I do that too? Sure. We can play some couple holes when we get back. Okay. I probably
1: won't be good, but
0: oh, it's all right. It's okay. We
1: can bet on it. Yeah. We've, we have a few bets.
0: Sure. Going some on. some bets so. on the holes.
1: <laughs> Love that. Well, I don't really want to end this show because it's our last one. Yeah, well. I might start crying. All
0: good things come to an end.
1: <laughs> no, they don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> all good things continue.
0: All right. Who knows? Maybe we'll be back in the spring. We'll see.
1: Maybe maybe you'll come back in the fall.
0: Maybe I'll come back in the fall.
1: You could do football maybe. and Tommy Media.
0: Sure.
1: Just kidding. That's way too much. Yeah.
0: If you want me to like be stressed out, lose all my hair.
1: Yeah, you are pretty good at last minute stuff though. So that's you can always fit things in your schedule. True.
0: True. I am. I am a procrastinator to the max.
1: Especially when it comes to this. Like I would always share the script with Alex. Like what we're going to talk about. Weeks in advance, maybe, okay, maybe like yeah, a
0: week. Well, weeks is a little <laughs> exaggerating. I'm
1: kind of exaggerative sometimes. Yeah, but it, like a week, and then Alex doesn't touch the document.
0: Uh, that's not true. I think about it, <laughs> uh, and then I write it when my thoughts are complete.
1: That is true. He, yeah. I can always count on you. That yeah. was, and you said you work I'm best. I'm accountable. Yes, I'm accountable. And you always work best under pressure. Oh You always yeah. get your stuff done for sure. Even yeah. if it's at the last second.
0: If the pressure's on, then I'm, I'm like Jordan pressure's on I'm gonna finish
1: oh my gosh I can't even think of how many people you've compared yourself to uh, throughout the course of this how many athletes you've compared yourself to over the course of this semester
0: probably like a, a lot of, I don't remember I do it a lot <laughs> a lot of sports references
1: that's okay it works it yep. works for us well I guess this is it Yep. it's been nice working with you <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not like this I'm, is the end it's not like I'm dying I'll be back very soon
1: okay I hope so Yep. All right, well, I guess we should probably wrap this up. Uh (laughs) Okay, we hope you enjoyed our last show of the semester. Thanks for keeping up with us, Tommy Athletics, and the world of sports. For Alex Panos and Althea Larson, I'm Carly Noble. Do you have any questions about your faith? Or are you looking for fellowship with other Christians? If so, check out CREW in OEC Auditorium on Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Also, if you have any questions about the Bible, we hope you can join one of our freshman, sophomore, or upperclassmen Bible studies, which meet at various times throughout the
2: week. To learn more, reach out to us at our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at @TommyCrew.